All right, Kevin Barker, who pays for that one? The offense. One through five in the order, went three for 17. It's that simple. Can't score any runs off a double-A pitcher. Probably don't deserve to win. Zero for five with runners in scoring position. The Blue Jays losing 3-1 to the Kansas City. Well, the Omaha and wherever their double-A affiliate is, Royals. Uh, in the first of four games at the Rogers Center tonight, of course, the Royals without 10 players as a result of COVID restrictions. They're without three coaches as well. Kevin Barker, you're right. They uh, they ran out a a, 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 a double-A pitcher. They ran out a lineup that had six rookies, two dudes making their major league debut, uh, including Nate Eaton, who uh, gave the Royals a little insurance in the ninth inning with a uh, home run off Anthony off Anthony Bonda. It was the night that uh, John Schneider, the interim manager of the Blue Jays, started to put his mark on this team. The much-discussed move of Vladimir Guerrero Jr. into the number two spot, something that John Schneider was one of the major proponents of in spring training. That happened. Alejandro Kirk hit third. Bo Bichette moved into the cleanup spot. Teoscar Hernandez hit fifth, but as, as uh, Kevin, as you pointed out, three for 17, one through five in the order. Three for 17, Bo had a couple of walks. Alejandro Kirk had a couple of hits, including a double, and uh, that's it. How does this happen, man? Quality at bats is just not real good against guys they, they, they haven't faced before. We, we talked about this on our show today. It's... I don't want to say you could see this coming, but, you know, it was not going to be an easy road for the this lineup to work through a guy that, you know, occasionally you got to take a good pitch to get your pitch. And for whatever reason, when the Blue Jays haven't faced a guy, it's just a lot – they have a lot of issues of trying to do that. I, I hate to say this because you laugh at me and roll my eyes, but it is, you know, sort of taking what the pitcher gives you. You don't always have to take the big daddy hack. Occasionally you just got to get it down nice and easy through the zone, stay in the big part of the field, maybe let that slide or travel a little bit maybe take the one that's back foot so you'll get the one like matt chapman did so you can go back lake city they just didn't do enough of that and again we'll say this and we'll continue to say it i I love what john snyder's done by moving the order around i think you're putting every single guy in the right position to do their best but those guys got to step up and i continue to say it and i hate to say it this way because there is so much pressure on this guy but vladimir Guerrero jr's got to have start having more consistent better at bats I mean, quite frankly, tonight, uh, he, he was – I don't want to hit – overmatch is a strong word. But it just seems like because he did hit a baseball hard to shortstop there one time. You know, is he trying too hard? Is he, is he just having one of those seasons where it's going to be hit or miss? Whatever the reason is – over the All-Star break, for me, that's a reset mode for him. I know he's got three games left before that actually happens. But for them to seriously make a run at this, Jeff, no matter what Ross goes out and does at the trade deadline, Vladimir Guerrero Jr. is going to have to figure out some way to be consistent at the plate. If he can do that, they'll have a better chance of going where they want to go. 416-870-0590, star 590, 1-888-666-0590, on the text line. The Blue Jays 3-1 losers to the Kansas City Royals. Kevin, this is a lineup full of right-handed hitters. It's a lineup full of right-handed hitters with pretty good pedigree. Mm-hmm. They've lost six straight games against left-handed starters. 
they're seven and twelve against left-handed starters, and a lot of those guys are pooslingers or were pooslingers. Explain that to me. Uh, well, I mean, if I could do that, I'd you know I'd probably call somebody that I know with the Blue Jays and give them a little hint what they can do differently, then not, not do what you just mentioned that they were doing against left-handers. Again, it just gets back to a, a lot of that is. Guys may be trying to do too much. Guys tr- expanding. Guys not getting their pitch to hit. That's con- been con- consistent all year. And just to, when you don't have your best hitters doing their best things, you're not going to win most of those games. And I don't care who they're playing. Right? This is why they play the games. It's not always about who they write the you know the names on the on the lineup card. It's about you going out and executing. We talked about this today on our show. We, we said, and you asked me this exact same question, and I said the Blue Jays lineup got to come out here and have better at bats, pass the baton that way. You don't always have to get a hit to have a quality at bat. And consistently, one through five tonight, three for seventeen, the at bats weren't very good. The uh, Royals tried to help the Jays out, running into five outs on the bases. Kevin, let's talk about the ninth inning. Any issue with sending Anthony Bonda back out there in the ninth inning as opposed to Jordan Romano, who was up. I understand the Jays weren't winning, but Jordan Romano was up in the bullpen. He was throwing. Uh, We've seen... And again, this is a second game for John Schneider managing. Maybe he's going to do things differently. But we have seen at times, especially with Jordan Romano, hasn't been used a great deal, the idea of using him to keep the score where it is and then, you know, giving, giving your offense a chance. I mean, I was Jeff, a little surprised that, 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 that Bonda would, would be out there again. Jeff, again, they scored one run. I, I look. It's it, we could come on here and, and and say things about John Snyder and why is he not doing this and why is he running Bond out there. Look, so occasionally you got to hang your hat on what you're supposed to be doing better than the other team can do, and that's your lineup. And tonight they scored one run. Like I, there's no way we can come on here and go. Well, why is he doing this and why is he not doing that and why didn't he put this guy in motion and why aren't they trying to steal more bases and it's just it's impossible to do that when your best guys in your lineup are not doing things against a double-A pitcher that's left-handed. I mean, I don't know any way other way you can explain it, right? The, the lineup didn't show up tonight. I mean, that's – I guess you tip your hat to that left-handed pitcher in, in Zerpa. I mean, I, he did a decent job in establishing a fastball in. He tunneled the slider off the fastball in. A, a lineup that's supposed to take the slider – and get the fastball on the plate, didn't do it. They scored one run. They lost the baseball game. Shlomo and Scarborough, welcome to Blue Jays Talk. Guys, how are you? Thanks for taking my call. Um, I want to talk about two things. One, I'm just hoping the media cools down on the vaccine talk. Uh, Baseball shouldn't be so political. Like, there's kids getting bullied, people getting excommunicated from their families because of vaccines. And then you turn on the game, and I just feel bad for people that I know in my life that have struggled with the whole vaccine issue. And I feel like it isn't as big of a story. The Jays just lost. We're at a disadvantage as well because we can't bring in vaccinated what players. Do you mean, what do you mean it's not as big a story? A major league team showed up here minus 10 players and three coaches. Uh, it's a big story for baseball. Well, uh, I'm more so it's, mean. It's a, it, it's a huge story for baseball. Go and tell the folks in Tampa. Go and tell the folks in New York and Boston, 
that uh, the team that's playing the Blue Jays right now, a team that they could be fighting for a playoff spot with, has got a bunch of guys from Double A AA and Triple A, and that it's not a competitive issue. And I mean, you know, I'm sorry. Uh, it's got nothing to do with politics. This, it's very simple. The rules are in place, and um, you know, you've got guys in the Kansas City Royals, and this is why the Royals, Shloma. This is why this has been an issue in particular. Is because you have guys in the Kansas City Royals who have essentially said, you know, on principle, I don't like getting vaccinated. But if I could trade it to a contending team that's going to be playing in Toronto, I'll do it. But in the meantime, you guys go up to Toronto and have a great weekend. We'll sit down here in Kansas City. That's the issue with the Royals. That's the issue with the Royals. I understand that, Jeff. But at the same time, we've got a lot of kids watching these games. And right now, kids are eligible to be vaccinated. And there's kids being bullied because of their parents' decisions. They're unable to. Well, Shlom, I mean, yeah, yeah, we can't. Rip, you know? Major League Baseball is not going to settle that. And and I don't. Well, and I've got to tell you this: I don't think anybody, I don't think anybody's opinion is going to be swayed by by what happens with Major League Baseball players being vaxxed or not vaxxed. Anyhow, let's move on. My other question for you was about um, Banda. Why are we giving such a look to him when Matt Gage was up here and doing such a good job? I mean, the general manager went out and got Banda. I mean, Matt Gage, Anthony Banda, I'm okay either way. I mean, I don't think, you know, it's not like Matt Gage is a uh, 20-year-old kid with a bright future ahead of him. I mean, we're talking about one disposable arm versus another disposable arm. Okay, well, to to the other point is Banda gives up about 15 hits per nine innings. Matt Matt Gage is not. Put the best player on your team, and they didn't do that. I think that's his point. Well, that's, and I think that's also, though, the, you know, I think that's also the, uh, you know, that's the decision the general managers made. I mean, ultimately, Absolutely. ultimately, the manager doesn't necessarily decide which minor league guys up here and which minor league guys aren't up here. Now, I will say this, Casey Candell's here as a bench coach, and I'm willing to bet at some point, uh, and he was the AAA manager, I'm willing to bet at some point he'll give John Schneider a little bit of info on what those arms are like down in AAA. Well, maybe that's why they're in Tripoli. Right. Just saying. 416-870-0590, star 590, 888-660-590. Tim in Toronto, you, I think, essentially have the same question. Yeah, I do. Why would you have two relievers with ERAs over seven in the ninth inning in a game where you're down by one run? And clearly, first of all, I agree with you entirely, Jeff. The line, or sorry, Kevin, the lineup did not show up. It's embarrassing to see Vladdy. He wanted the pitch, uh, the manager fired. He got the manager fired, and he's still not trying hard to win the game. He's I got to tell you this. He doesn't care. I'm not certain Vladdy's a guy in the clubhouse that wanted the manager fired. No, I don't think so either. I think you're way off base there. I'm not saying there weren't guys that uh, that wanted him fired, but I'm willing to bet that Vladdy was not a charter member of that club. Well, as a matter of fact, I can gar- as a matter of fact. I can guarantee you he wasn't a charter member of that club. It would be good to see Vladdy going back to the guy who actually looks like he cares about the game. He's up there swinging. He missed a play last night where he didn't get around to putting his foot on the base. He's just not in the game. This this is a guy who was an MVP last year and just isn't in the game this year. Oh, you're absolutely right. And, Kevin, we talked about it. He's, uh, I mean, look, everybody goes through slumps and a young hitter, et cetera, et cetera, yada, yada. But, yeah, he does not look like the same 
guy he was last year. He just he he just doesn't. And I don't know what the reason is. I don't know if the Blue Jays know what the reason is. Sometimes it looks to me like he overthinks it. I said this to you today. When you haven't faced a, a team before, you haven't faced a, a starting pitcher, we, we knew it wasn't going to be a guy they'd faced before. And I said to you, the easiest thing they could do is most guys throw a fastball. Fastballs most of the time look the same. Now, they're special guys that throw two seamers and cutters. But for the most part, if you're left-handed, you're going to throw something that's probably straighter. Look for that, and if you have to make a change off of that pitch, then you have to do it. But it just seems to me like sometimes they overthink it against guys they've, they've never faced before. And Vladdy's leading that group for me. Like, he, he sometimes swings at pitches that, you know, make you want to scratch your head and, and wonder what the game plan is there. But, again, it's I, – I, I maybe, maybe just this year we're putting a lot of pressure on a guy that – Wanted to get off to a good start, didn't get off to a good start, and now is trying to get two hits every at-bat, and that's impossible to do. 416-870-0590, star 591-888-666-0590. The Kansas City Royals beating the Toronto Blue Jays 3-1 in the first of four games. We'll take a break and come back with more. Back to the phone lines. It's Blue Jays talk on Sportsnet 590, the fan. You're listening to Blue Jays Baseball, served up by the always game-ready Jack Link's Meat Snacks. Feature wild side baseball fans. Not necessarily a wild side tonight for the Toronto Blue Jays. Kevin Barker, 3-1 losers to the Kansas City Royals, the first and four. John Schneider, the manager of the Toronto Blue Jays, 1-1 in the first two games of his managerial career. And a few moments ago, he addressed the media and answered the question, or explained, I should say, his decision to go with Anthony Bonda, to stay with Anthony Bonda in the ninth inning. Of course, Nate Eaton of the Kansas City Royals hit his uh, his first major league hit was a home run to pad the Royals' lead to 3-1. This is John Schneider, postgame. We liked the situation for him, and he was making good pitches. It was just kind of maybe one change up too many uh, to Eaton there, and... You know, it was a hell of an at-bat by him, fighting off what he did. Um, you know, so good for him. First hit as a home run. But, you know, we liked that matchup. You know, it was the, it was the right spot for him. And I think with, with where we are in the pen, um, it's definitely not a wait and see kind of what we have. It's like it's, it's we want to win. So, um, but he made good pitches, and it was one mistake. So happy with the job he did. That was uh, John Schneider, manager of the Toronto Blue Jays, talking about the uh, decision to uh, to uh, go with with Anthony Bonda in the uh, in the ninth inning. Uh, we saw Jordan Romano up, and clearly it was a uh, well, as as John Schneider said, he liked the matchup, and uh, it's good to have a manager that explains his decisions. To you, uh, and uh, we now know that's why that's why John Schneider went with that that move. And now the Bet Three Six Five standings update. With Bet Three Six Five, you can watch thousands of live live games, build your own bet, and you can even make a bet while the game's still being played. Nineteen plus, play responsibly. Ontario only. As we take a look at the American League East standings. The Cincinnati Reds are leading the Yankees 6-4 right now in the top of the 10th inning. 
Of course, the Jays, 3-1 losers to Kansas City. Tampa Bay, 5-4. They beat the Boston Red Sox tonight. So as we look at the American League East standings, they are as follows, keeping in mind that the Yankees are still playing. The Yankees are 62-26. and 26. Tampa Bay is 49-40. and 40. They are 13-and-a-half back, 2-and-a-half up on the wild card. Boston and the Blue Jays are both 47-43. and 43. They are tied, the wild card, and the Baltimore Orioles, 10 in a row. That's right, 10 in a row for the Baltimore Orioles. They are 45 and 44, Kevin Barker. They are two games. They're game and half out, but they're two games back of the Blue Jays and Boston. Um, what do you make of that, Kevin? Well, again, again, the, the the Blue Jays have to get everything headed all in the right direction, and and how do you do that? And again, we've had this this conversation over and over and over again. The the, the rotation seems like it's all falling in place now. Kevin Gosman's coming back and starting to look like he's doing his thing. You know, everything that he was supposed to look like after twelve days of rest. I think it sort of all fell into place now. Mm-hmm. He'll have to make better pitches with secondary stuff, and, and the split finger has to be a little bit better. He did Command look to me wasn't like great tonight, he, I don't think. Yeah, look, he pitched ahead most of the time, which is a big deal. I just think the quality of the secondary pitches, you know, it's very hard to tell the difference between a split finger and his changeup. Looked to me like he was trying to throw more changeups that didn't have the split action. Maybe that's just a changeup that he's putting more pressure on his thumb. But I think the rotation's f- falling into place, and, and there's just a lineup needs to catch up and be more consistent. If they can do that, they're going to be in this thing all year, and, and hopefully they can get a playoff spot. Alec Manoa and uh, Zach Greinke will pitch tomorrow night in the second game of the series. A reminder, the final game on Sunday is a 12.05 first pitch. Scott in Burlington, you're on Blue Jays Talk. Hey, guys, thanks for taking my call. Go ahead. I'm just- I'm I'm just, you know, at this point that we should start pointing the finger where the finger needs to be pointed, and that's squarely on Shapiro's and Atkins' shoulders. They put this lineup together. This team is not producing, and that's all at them. The pitching's been a problem, yes, again, all on them. And this is, you know, I've just had about enough. They got rid of the prodigal son in 2015, and how many rings are on his finger since then? And for this, we he would have done a lot worse than this, this is just absolutely embarrassing. The whole league's laughing at us. A double-A pitcher they run out there, and we can't beat a double-A pitcher. The Blue Jays. This is just, I don't know what to say. It, it, enough's enough. It's time for Rodgers to start looking at this and get some guys in there who can properly run this team. Thanks for taking my call, guys. I mean, Ross Atkins is here till 2026, or he's under contract till 2026. Um uh, you know, Mark Shapiro, I believe, is is on the same the same deal. Look, I mean, this this is, well, I mean, the spotlight the spotlight's on Ross Atkins, right? Absolutely. Now. Yeah. Ross Ross Atkins had his his mulligan with John Gibbons. That was predictable. We all knew that that was going to happen. And uh, Ross went outside the box to hire Charlie Montoyo, a guy that nobody nobody thought was a candidate for the job. Clearly, Charlie sold himself to Ross. Ross bought it, and it didn't work out, and he's moved on from it. 
but yeah, it's uh, it's it's up to Ross Atkins to ensure that the next time it's two one, or one of the next times it's two one, John Schneider doesn't have to look at Anthony Bonda and put him in a game. I mean, it's, I, I up, get, to Ross, I, it's, it's up to Ross Atkins to get better arms in here. I mean, that's the same old story. Get better I, arms in here, and, and, I mean, the lineup is what the lineup is. That's not that's not going to change dramatically. Absolutely. I mean, every, every everything that the caller just said there, yeah, it can be very frustrating with, with the, the quality of the stuff that the Blue Jays have to run out there late in games. But let's not lie about it, Jeff. George Springer still in this lineup. Vladimir Guerrero Jr. still in this lineup. Alejandro Kirk is having an all-star season. Bo Bichette is still in this lineup. Teoscar Hernandez, Loris Gurriel Jr. There's some really good hitters who this year are just not having the years that everybody thought they were supposed to have. Vladimir Vladdy's not having the year that everybody thought he was supposed to have. Is the balance of the lineup an issue? Absolutely. I mean, it, it is but Kevin, showing about, whenever you're facing the, good the, pitching. The, I'm the not saying that's the, the issue. No, the balance of the lineup isn't going to change what's happening to Vladdy. It's not going to change what's no, happening not. to George. No, it's not going to change what's happening to Bo. You're exactly right. That, that's my point is they still have really good names in this lineup who are just, you know, consistently. They have their games. They have their moments, obviously. Vladdy's still got 20 homers. I mean, we, we can't forget that. He's still on pace for probably 35-plus, which is going to be a good season. But it's not the season he had last year, and that's what we were expecting. At least I think that's what they thought he had to do for them to go where they want to go, and it's just – you know, it is frustrating to see a double-A a pitcher come in here that they have never seen before that carved them up and made it look somewhat easy with two different pitches and a change-up down and away. Reminder, by the way, that the new Blue Jays manager, John Schneider, will join Kevin and myself uh, tomorrow. And uh, we look forward to that conversation. John Schneider made clear, Kevin, before the game, that uh, this is not a one-off, this lineup. He said uh, Vladdy hitting second, Bo hitting fourth, I, probably Alejandro Kirk staying in the in, in the third spot, and, of course, Springer leading off, that we're going to see this for a while. Uh, and and I think that, that makes a lot of sense. I don't think you put Vladdy in the number two spot and give it two games and, uh, and go out of there. Uh, what do you think is – figure out how to ask you this. Do you think moving into the number two spot will help Vladdy? Is it going to make any difference to Vladdy? We know it's theoretically should get him another at bat, right? We theoretically he should, he should get another at bat in the game. Is that going to make a difference? I, I'm not sure. It's gonna, I'm not sure it's going to help Vladdy. They're still going to pitch Vladdy the exact same way. Vladdy's going to have to do a better job of, of having a quieter lower half, trying to be on time, trying to get a good pitch to hit, not being afraid to hit with two strikes, not being afraid to take a strike, you know, being okay of taking the strike to ball slider. I don't think it's going to help him, but I do think it's going to help the team because now you're putting everybody else in positions to be the best they can be. I like Alejandro Kirk hitting third. Now, when he gets on the bases, it might take a triple to score him from second, but that that's okay. At least he's getting on base a lot. You know, the bat-to-ball skills. Right. You see what he does tonight. Like, he he can do special things at the plate. Bo Bichette, when, you know, there's guys on base, and now you're hoping that a pitcher tries to, you know, attack the zone a little bit more, and with his aggressive approach, maybe he can hit baseballs harder, and when he hits them harder, they score more runs. So I'm not sure, to answer your question, that it's going to help Vladdy that much more. But I do think it's going to help the team that much more. 
and hopefully they score more runs because of it. Right. Vladdy is still going to have to do what he has to do to get back to the hitter he was last year or something resembling the hitter he was last year, regardless of where he is in the order. He's going to have to he's going to have to get back to being that guy. Jeff, I'm going to be the first guy too to say we should stop talking about the Vladdy of last year. That 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 Vladdy is not this year right now. Like he's having a decent year, he's not having a Vladimir Guerrero Jr. of last year year. So I think we should stop talking about that. I just want to see a progression that looks like he's taking a step forward. You see that because of his talent, he'll do special things. 3-1, the Kansas City Royals winning the first of four against the Toronto Blue Jays at the Rogers Center. 24,426. Second game of the series goes tomorrow night. A reminder, Blair and Barker tomorrow, 10 to noon Eastern on Sportsnet 590. The fans, Sportsnet 360. John Schneider, the manager of the Jays, will join us. That's it for us from Toronto. Thanks for listening to Blue Jays baseball, served up by the always game-ready Jack Link's Meat Snacks. Feed your wild side baseball fans.